Bet the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Connor, how was your weekend? Did you have anything special planned for your uh, for a certain uh, like maybe a day you were born thirty years ago? Fuck you for bringing up that I'm thirty, but yeah, I mean, quite the surprise. I'm surprised you didn't. We should probably tell people what happened first. So, <laughs> let's see. Friday was my 30th birthday. On Saturday, Cody, well, throughout the week, Cody kept harping on me like, you got to do something for your birthday, and I didn't really want to do anything. And then he finally convinced me, hey, let's go golfing Saturday. In your defense, too, I fucking hate my birthday, and I don't want to do anything either. Exactly. So... Yeah, I end up pulling at me. I finally decide, all right, we'll golf Saturday with one of my longtime buddies, Jamie. And then we go golfing, come back to Jamie's house, and lo and behold, there is a surprise party waiting for me, orchestrated by my mother. Shout out to mom. Love you. And Cody, who I'm surprised I did not, did not fuck it up. I didn't orchestrate it. I, I was, yeah, I guess so. I was more like the OC. Your mom was the head coach, kind of gave me the plan. Or maybe your mom was the GM and I was the head coach. She gave me the plan and I had to orchestrate it, so kind of, I guess. She gave you the pieces, you had to put the pieces in place. Well, yeah. at least, at least like all of our friends, she took care of Jamie's friend or Jamie's family and mm. then my family. So the best part about it was we were supposed to meet at seven, and we I booked a tea time, screwed up completely, way too early. And I'm like, when we kind of start driving there, I'm like, we're going to get done at like six. And then I got to find a way to distract Connor for an hour. Luckily, we got stuck behind these slowest five some. Yes, there's five Two guys. Five sums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to back. And it ran so much long. We literally pulled up and it was like seven ten. It was like absolutely perfect. Yeah. I mean, it, if you're anybody who golfs. It took us five hours to play 18. And I'm pretty sure it was like three hours and 15 minutes to play the front nine. Exactly. It it was kind of bad. And then on the way home, me being the complete degenerate that I am. Oh, I forgot about this. Had a bet on the freakness. Hey, so did I. You put yours in at the last second. Yes, I I did. I had mine like literally all day. But we're getting... Like on the road driving back, and I'm like, Cody, put it on, put it on, put it on. Cody decides to put a last second bet in on coffee with Chris, and of course, Cody's guy has to give me make me sweat to begin the fucking race. He's it was like, like halfway, and he was still like neck and neck for first and second. But shout out National Treasure cashing that bet for me, great win. Then get their surprise party. Good old time. Next day, <laughs> go golfing with my family, and and then another. Then just to keep the good times rolling, again, true degenerate that I am, placed a bet on the PGA Championship, and shout out Brooks Kapka for cashing it for me. I was very, very surprised when you told me it was plus two thousand. Like I know it's golf and one man wins. Well, now now you can't get him at that value no. anymore. Now it's like he's in the fourteen. It's just something like I thought Vegas would realize that dude shows up for majors. Well, no, that was well. The funny thing is the Masters. He had just about the same odds. Granted, mine was with a boo uh, plus three hundred boost on plus two thousand, but still like 
He, I mean, he, after watching what happened in the Masters, like, I don't blame them. And af- also, have, being somebody that bet on him in the Masters I, and having him in the PGA Championship, dude, I was sweating. But by the grace of God, Victor Hovland decides to bury one of his shots in a bunker and help me secure that win. Just all in all, great weekend. Golf twice for free. Had a surprise party and hit two big tickets. I mean, great weekend. For real, like how, that was probably high up there in your latest birthday. I mean, I literally like was thinking about is this like best week of weekend of my life because like didn't golf twice, didn't have to golf shot in ninety two and or ninety four and a ninety two, and hit some of the highest odd bets that I've hit in a while. Especially like horse racing, I'm not the bet, best at. I just took a shot in the dark and it worked. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Coffee with Chris. Finished last mm-hmm. after being first and second for half of the race. But um, today, I mean, today's probably going to be a shorter episode. We're still in the dog days of the off season, just waiting. I did see, or maybe you told me it's like under a hundred, or is that a hundred days? We're under a hundred days until college football kicks off, and I cannot wait. And there's really no major, major news, like at least in college basketball. I don't know about you in college football. I mean, the only thing in college basketball that I've really seen is like uh, the early tournaments are now announcing their matchup because mm. I think in the I, – I know it's the Emerald something, but it's been announced that the day after Thanksgiving, Ohio State will be playing Bama. Which is good for both parties there. I mean, mm-hmm. both teams should be – Alabama should be still be basically at their level. Ohio State should be a lot better. Um, there, we're, there's one thing I want to talk about, and then we're going to kind of just take some shots in the dark here. At some, I'm going to kind of quiz Connor with who he thinks has the higher odds to win their conferences in college football. I think next week we kind of talked about doing. I can't remember what you called it. What the guy talk? What? What? Why is that? So, why is that name called guy talk? I mean, it's just. Talking guys. Just guys. Just, just guys being dudes. Just guys being dudes. Guys talking. Talking about our feelings. No, really what I just wanted to be was literally go through the Power 5 and in college basketball, the Power 6, and go through every comp, go conference by conference and figure out if, like, do these teams have the right guy at the helm? Like, do they have the right coach? And talk about talk a little bit hot seat going into the season, and I think we could probably do an episode per uh, sport. Per sport, yeah, so, um, yeah. And then before you know it, I mean, talk. previews are going to be there for college football. And I'm so God excited. Talk. I actually started working a little bit on the ACC. I've only done two teams, but it's better than nothing. I'm trying to chip away as we go. No, um, I get it. One thing I do want to say is I want to shout out. You know, this is a college show. The Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. And Granted, is... Don't you yeah, dare. It's not over. Don't you dare jinx that. Because I do... Before the series started, I took Miami and win the series plus 400. And right now, it's looking very Very, fun. very good. The cash out is probably... Pretty cash nice. out, I think I looked... Because it was just 5 to 120 because I wasn't super confident in it. But I think the cash out is like 17 right now. But... I never had. And just let it run. Um, no, more or less is like, is the the days of, uh, 
the NBA being what the NBA was, and you can even relate this back to college with schools basically being able to buy players with an IL and their super teams and everything, that we're going to most likely have two teams that are built like a basketball team that I kind of like grew up watching. Like you have your star, you have your couple ancillary players, and then just some solid, really good role guys that know the role and play the role. And if the Heat, the Nuggets already beat the Lakers, which is was Swept. destined to a super team. Swept. The Celtics are basically the same thing with all these superstar stars. Now, granted, they built theirs from the draft, basically, besides Malcolm Yeah, Brogdon. I mean, you, I mean, give credit to the yeah. Celtics for what they did. I mean, hitting on Tatum and Brown like you did. Smart's been a solid player throughout the years. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Like, it's really cool to, like, it's been a big emphasis in the Heat-Celtics series Talking about all those players on the Miami Heat that were undrafted, that are playing big roles in this series. Like, you look at guys like, uh, what is it, Strauss? Max Strauss. Vincent. Strauss. 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 Vincent. Um, God damn. Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Cody Robinson. Martin. Yeah, all these guys have been big. And honestly, it's... I completely forgot he was still in the NBA, but shout out Cody Zeller for still being yeah. in the league. <laughs> like he's a castaway. I know he's the fourth overall pick, and but even, still a like, castaway. I, like it hurts me to say like that we got rid of him, but shout out Kevin Love for like resurrecting his career. Like it, it's very cool to see. Like I love I love the Miami team. I mean, oh yeah, he, how can you the not? Heat culture, Hemi Butler, everything about that team you gotta love. Do you want to know something wild that I don't know if you knew about two guys that are on the Nuggets? They don't see any minutes. Did you know DeAndre Jordan's there? He fucking is. Do you know Reggie Jackson's there? I had no idea. And they're not even playing. I could have sworn Reggie Jackson was on the fucking Clippers. No, he is on the Denver Nuggets. He just doesn't see the court. Jesus. And then lastly, before we get into that, I want to shout out Christian Braun. Have you watched? I've been... This is like the one series I've been staying up and actually watching the entirety of the games. Like I watched all the way through last night, like fighting, fighting to stay awake the entire time. But shout out Christian Braun. Christian Braun, do you remember the Kansas yeah, national Kansas, champion? Yeah. Um, he gets in in game three, makes one mistake, gets checked out. Like he didn't make a rotational defense, gets checked out, has not played since. But it's like, welcome Welcome to the NBA. This isn't a Kansas anymore, but it's it's been probably, in my opinion, the best NBA playoffs I've seen in a long time, mm-hmm. a very long time. And the fact that it that we are not getting Celtics and Lakers now, we know there is not a script for the NBA. But some people are claiming since there's a writer strike in Hollywood, That's... <laughs> they have backup writers. No, I no. They don't this, know what to do. This, this is the script that they wanted. Because they want to finally justify that Jokic is the best player right now. Because he's won, what, two MVPs. But what have, what, the one what have they final. ever really done yeah. in the playoffs? Like, they were a fun team to watch in that bubble. The sw- Was it Suns? Was it Suns in four or Suns in five? I I don't I can't. I just remember the dude that got into the fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but still, Suns, like, destroyed him in that series. They, and finally, it's like, it's finally, like, justified. 
Yeah. And I kind of think the NBA wanted that, like, kind of like with the Bucks finally winning their championship. It's like justification. Giannis is the best player because that's that's honestly the culture that we live in. Whether you hate it or not, it is about rings. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I'm not gonna count out the Miami Heat for one. Absolutely not. I mean, I already told you, and you. You do, just shook your head at me in the way that you did. I'm like, I'm about to. I don't, wouldn't blame you, but I mean, like, if there's even odds of hammering the Nuggets, but it's not going to be. So you're going to, it's probably going to be like minus 250. I just, I just think, I don't know. I, I wonder how Bam is going to be able to match up with Jokic. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. He no, I know. But then, like, to think if, if he's able, if Jokic, if Bam's able to do whatever with Jokic, if Jamal starts going off, they're immediately going to put Jimmy Butler on him, and I love that matchup for Butler. On? Jamal. Oh, okay, okay. They're Gar- guarding him on defense, dead. so that's going to limit what he yeah. can do, and I just think it's like, can the other guys for the Heat come through? And honestly, I know, I, I don't know, maybe Hero can come back. I know he broke his hand early in the playoffs, but I think the... They said if they make it to the playoffs, there's a chance that he comes back. And, I mean, that's on. That's honestly... Maybe a little bit of Ewing theory with him, too, though. Mm-hmm. With a guy like, oh, it's Tyler Hero. We got to get him the ball. Instead of letting Struess, like Martin or Duncan shoot. Like, Duncan's yeah. filled the rules in or whatever. No, I mean, it's going to... It's It probably will not get the ratings. But it would be a good series for the Nuggets versus the Heat. 100%. I just wanted to shout out that, like... Basketball I grew up with is like it's not played the same way by any means. A lot more threes, a lot more open, lot less more defense. ISO. But it's kind of relative, like where it's more of a wide open sport again, and that's something I love. Mm-hmm. All right, Connor. All odds via DraftKings. Okay. I'm gonna go down some con- all Power Five conferences here, and I want you to kind of just take give a gander. A, what, give me a give a feel of what I'm thinking for conferences yeah just you haven't done your full full research you've been following it no you follow it all off season but there's always something that slips through the cracks mm-hmm. there's always is like oh that guy's playing here i didn't realize that and then you're like oh yeah i remember they did that mm-hmm. who would you assume is going to be is the favorite to win the big 12 texas it is texas plus 120 two's gotta be oklahoma oklahoma there's a third and then there's a drop third I th- try and keep bias out of it, but I think nope, it's Kansas. State. Yeah, don't keep the bias out. Kansas State. Now here's what, so what? What are the odds? Three fifty and four fifty. Okay, and then it's got to be like thousand. It's twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. If you can get this team right, I give you some bad props. Baylor. It's Texas Tech. Yeah, at twelve I did, to one. I did notice that. Um, I don't know if I had. It written down. No, I I have some like preliminary uh, win totals, but I do remember when I was looking. Texas is win- Texas Tech's win total is seven and a half. Who who's the quarterback? Uh, I fuck. I mean, I'm looking it up right now. I couldn't remember because I think Smith is gone, right? I don't know because Smith was just in and out. Oh, it's it's show. Yeah, we should have known that. Yeah. I just kind of assumed maybe he went somewhere else. But oh, and speaking of Big Twelve. Quarterback controversies. Shapen has already been named the starter for Baylor. 
Just throwing that out there. Was there did somebody transfer in? Or? I I don't think they received a transfer, but I mean it's just hit them coming out and saying, "Hey, he's our guy." I'm gonna run through the rest here. TCU sixteen to one, Baylor sixteen to one, Kansas thirty five to one, UCF forty to one. The top team from the um, the American. Oklahoma State's fifty to one. I don't know who's under center anymore. Yeah. Iowa State sixty to one, Cincinnati eighty to one, BYU eighty to one, West Virginia hundred to one, Houston one hundred to one. I think probably I'm I'm gonna answer it for you because I don't I know what your answer is gonna be. I think if you're gonna look for terms of value, like Kansas State's probably the best there at four fifty, like uh, a team that just won it a year ago. Yeah, no, I I do agree with that. Like obviously, I obviously I'm biased towards it, but. There's something about the culture that Kleiman has been building at Kansas State. And, I mean, Will Howard impressed me. Like, I was very worried when Adrian went down with all those injuries, and it, we, but they made the right call, riding with Will. And I think that boosted his confidence. I think he can come in and with a full offseason as the guy. I think it could come through. Now, what does worry me, obviously, you lost your all-world player in Deuce Vaughn. You're like security Knowles blanket. is gone. Uh, Warner's gone. So, the wide receiving core could be a little bare. But, I mean, it's hard to just ignore what Kansas State has been doing the last couple of years. Like, they've just been building, and they've been competing. The one team that I will say, like, I'm not I'm not ready to count them out. I know a lot of people will, will be ready to throw this team to the side because of what they lost and how the season ended. But I'm not ready to count out TCU. They did work this offseason in the portal. Getting a lot of Bama transfers and a lot of other transfers – to just bolster bolster that uh, roster, obviously you lose Riley, you lose Duggan, you lose Quinn Johnson, you lose uh, God, I'm trying to remember all the players. Uh, Keon or Miller, you lost a lot, but also at the same time, Chandler Morris was the quarterback that was chosen to start got injured, and then Duggan came in, and we obviously all saw what happened there. So I'm not fully ready to count out TCU, but, I mean, it, I, there is some drop-off to be expected. They lost a lot on a team that did make it to the championship, but I'm not ready to fully count them out yet. Yeah, I agree. That Obviously, they overachieved a lot, like just by a talent standpoint. Um, the Big Ten. This one was a little surprising to me. It's Michigan. It's not Michigan. Oh, it's Ohio State. I was surprised it was Ohio State. It's by a narrow margin, plus 170, and Michigan is plus 180. Does that shock you that Ohio State's won? Probably not, because it probably started out around the same, and then obviously, if you see Ohio State is two, the market's going to dictate that, and it's going to lower their odds a little bit, because I guarantee they took a lot of money in. Yeah, uh, because I'm pretty sure when conference odds opened up, Michigan was the favorite. Yeah. I thought I'm pretty sure that was right too. How far off is Penn State from them? They're six to one. Six to so one. plus the six hundred. 
Honestly, there's not bad value in that. But honestly, if like we're talking value after that, like it it I'm only placing a bet on one of those or any of those three after that. Maybe maybe okay. Wisconsin's four, right? Yes. Okay, so that would be the only other team that I would think about, but you won't do it though when you see the value. What's the there's value? no value there. What if is? you're talking about so they're gonna win the Big Ten West, we assume. Mm-hmm. and they have to beat either Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State in year one of Luke Fickle. Can you guess what their odds are? Well, Penn State was 600. It's got to be at least 1,000. I thought it would be around 1,500 or like 1,200, 1,500. It's the same as Penn State, 600. Jesus. That I don't see any, any wow, reason Vegas why I would like that. fucking high expectations for Fickle. Like um, I love Luke Fickle, but I don't see why you're plus 600. What? Like, why? I mean, just because they... Just because they're... Uh, like, the three of the... The first three teams are going to be battling for one spot. Wisconsin really doesn't have to battle anybody for the other spot in that Big Ten championship. Yeah, so I guess it, it, they're hoping it's they're just one like, game. They're, I don't want to say borderline secure to spot, but basically that's where it's at. It's... Their own, their odds are the way they are because they're just. I'd love to see when it comes out. I know they do division odds. Wisconsin is probably going to be minus money to win the West. Yeah, because I was how far eighteen is the to next one. West team. After? Iowa eighteen to one. Yeah, I mean they're going to be heavy favorites to win that West. Wisconsin does draw Ohio State. Yeah, and yeah, then the right. other one is Rutgers. And honestly, just looking at the schedule, the one reason I would, like, if you put a bet on Penn State, I do not blame you. Their build-up to the Ohio State, granted, the Ohio State game is at Ohio State. Their build-up is a fucking cakewalk. You could probably rest your starters these three weeks, but at Northwestern, bye, home against UMass, and then you're at Ohio State. That buildup is so caked. What does worry me is with like a freshman quarterback, you do have those cakewalks, and then you're gonna head into a show against a beast. So, like, will those games prepare Drew Aller for that for that Ohio State game, or is it just gonna be so easy that he doesn't know what he's expecting when he gets into that Ohio State game? Because the you could put UMass UMass's squad and Northwestern squad together, and that team's getting routed by Ohio State's second team. May probably third team. Like we're I talking about. I didn't want to say third team and sound too biased. Like Northwestern's bad, but how many UMass players have been playing on Northwestern? Not many. Like very very Not few. Many. Yeah, I'd say the value picker is probably Penn State. If you're gonna look for something, I wanted to be Wisconsin. But yeah, I thought I, I was getting it to be to too, but we're not getting it. To the SEC, number one, Georgia. Number two, Bama. Three, LSU. Damn, hit it right on the job. Georgia minus one ten, Bama plus two fifty, and LSU is plus five hundred. Now after that, it's got to be Tennessee, right? Tennessee is actually eighteen to one. They're four though. They're five. Who am I missing? One that has expectations and always fails to meet those expectations. I already said LSU. 
Oh, she's won a title in 19. I know, but... Uh, oh, A&M? A&M. A&M is four. 16 to one. See, I wish there was like a reverse. Like, will they even come close to sniffing <laughs> yeah. the title game bet? Because I'd take that, but... And then after Tennessee, there's another drop-off. It's 35 to one Ole Miss. And then 90 to one South Carolina. Then everybody else is um, 100 to one. So... Who's AM's quarterback? Not to interrupt you. Connor Wagman. Was he there last year? Yeah. The, he they like started King, got injured, and then it was just like starting random people okay. at quarterback. But Wagman was a five star. They came in, I think it was his true freshman season. He's I think he's projected to be the starter. Um yeah, not t- not touching AM. I don't know, like, what the fuck to expect from them, honestly. Especially, like, you had that number one class, but how many of that number one class are is fucking gone already? Like, I mean, after last season, for them to be fourth in SEC odds, I just, I don't see it. Yeah, and you're significantly better than, like, like what? Ole Miss. Um, what, Bobby Petrino is supposed to be the savior for that offense? Like, yeah, maybe he's going to finally be the one coordinate offensive coordinator that's going to put his foot down and say, no, we're not fucking doing that, Jimbo. It's not the 1980s anymore. It's time to step it up. But, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. Tennessee would be the value because they do have that home matchup against uh, Georgia. I can't fully remember anything else really after the – Anything else from Tennessee's schedule? I think they're playing Pitt. The only problem is for Tennessee's schedule, they're probably going to have to win out because Georgia. If Georgia beats them, Georgia's not losing another game. Yeah, and you like, uh, like Tennessee's if schedule. Tennessee runs, like Tennessee's going to have to run the table, or you can suffer an SEC loss if you beat Georgia because that you have the head to head. Yeah. And that trumps everything. So they do obviously play Bama like they do every year. It's at Bama. But outside of that, everything should be relatively easy. Like Florida's on the road, but does Florida scare you? Kentucky. Kentucky could be an interesting one. It's at Kentucky right after you play Alabama. Mm -hmm. But besides that, it's pretty cakewalk there. I mean, getting Georgia minus 110 might be the value pick. (sighs) Yeah, well... It's not really a value pick, but it's like you think you're easily going to win this bet. Well, like, it's weird to say this, but their spot in the SEC championship could come down to that Tennessee game. And it's, it's weird to say this, but the minus 110 for Georgia to win the SEC is a lot better value than like what Georgia money line against Tennessee is going to be, That's a good point. or the money line for whoever the fuck they're playing in the SEC championship game. That's kind of the way that you got to look at it. But also, like it just like all it takes is the wrong pick at quarterback, loss here, and then you just flush money down the toilet. Yeah, I mean, um, it's so it's so hard because that schedule is so fucking cake. Yeah, I don't envision Georgia losing a game. Like if anything, I'm just if I'm touching the SEC in any way, shape, or form, it's maybe taking Georgia win total over eleven and a half because it's plus money. 
could do that and maybe bet Tennessee at 18 and one. So you kind of have like a hedge there. So if Georgia doesn't win all 12 games, then mm-hmm. lose one to Tennessee, which we would. Now you got to bank on Tennessee winning most of their games and getting in the. Yeah, and yeah. And they'd still it's, have to beat Alabama. It's just the SEC is a mess. Georgia's the. I don't want to say the easy bet. It is easy bet. But it is, kind of. I'm surprised it was really that low, to be honest. ACC, Connor. Clemson. It's Florida State. Huh? Florida State is plus 165. Now Clemson is plus one seventy five, mm-hmm. so they're right behind them. And then North Carolina plus six fifty, Louisville twelve to one, Miami, Florida eighteen to one. And then NC State twenty to one. Vegas loves Louisville. Wow. But I guess coaching change with Brom. It's not a stooge like Satterfield. Granted losing Malik Cunningham. But yeah, it, I mean the potential's there. I don't know if I'm ready to buy in year one fully. I'll be watching them. Uh, I know their win, their win total is at seven and a half, and their odds to win the ACC are is that high. Plus, you do already have the game against. Well, it doesn't even fucking matter. It's a game against Kentucky, but I mean the way I. I mean, we know who you want. Yeah, I mean, it's I want Florida State, but I want a better value. I was hoping Clemson would be minus money, but I guess Vegas has caught on that maybe they aren't the favorite. Like, maybe... I just... Like, it It interests me trying to think if, the, if that's the way that the line is on the ACC, I'm very interested to see what the line for that game is because that game's at Clemson. So... I mean, if Florida State like if Florida State loses Clemson, kind of need two more losses. But man, at the same time, Clemson's not really been the Clemson we've kind of been we've known for the last brainwashed to five or six years. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I it's so hard for like I'm betting on Florida State because I'm betting on the quarterback that I know the most about. Outside, like, it, it's so tough to project for Florida State, though, because their non-con is tough. You got the week one a game against Florida State, and then you do have the non-con against Florida. And the game against Clemson. I mean, I'm going to be all over Florida State. Surprise, surprise. If you bet Clemson, I don't blame you because... Plus 175 to win the ACC, probably better than what the odds are going to be for that Florida State game. Because you might you might be the home favorite. I don't really know. As that game that game basically decides the ACC. I'm not so much worried about anybody really on the coastal side. No, those or are the whichever, top. whichever other conference yeah. or division they are. The coastal is the other side. The Florida State's in the Atlantic. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's one of the two there. I don't really see it in North Carolina at 65-1. to 1. I don't think you're going to be able to outscore every single pony you play because that's the only way they're going to I do forgot. it. I forgot. I do have – so Clemson's went to 9.5. Florida State's 10. Oof. And you yeah. got to think, Florida State does have those two tough non-con games. Like, at least the LSU game, that's about 50-50. Florida, I think that leans Florida State. And then you We're have – It's still the, rivalry game. Yeah, I mean – 
ACC is going to be very interesting. But, like, outside of those two, really, like, you look at everybody else's win total, like Louisville, seven and a half, NC State, six and a half, Pitt, six and a half, Syracuse, six and a half, Boston College, five and a half. I, I was mean, surprised to see Dukes at, I knew it was at six and a half, and I was like, I kind of like it because I think they made a lot of strides. They're going to be really good. And then I looked at the schedule. The schedule was kind of hard. Granted, week one, home against Clemson. I know. I've kind of talked myself into betting it already. I've, I don't know I what the odds are. I talked myself into it weeks ago. But Okay, <laughs> so we're already on the same page there. Um, the Pac-12, clear number one. USC. It's really not by much, though. Plus 210, and then Oregon is plus 290. Washington, 4-1. to one. Utah, 5-1. to one. Drop off. Really? Okay, five. UCLA. No. Oregon State. Oregon State. UCLA six. Yep. Keep going. You got six teams left. Wazoo. Wazoo. Trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. No, no, no. You want to go backwards now and then try to eliminate some people? All right. Lowest. Colorado. They are second to worst. Okay, so worst has to be You're Arizona. Gonna be You're going to be bad when I say it's not Arizona. Arizona State. No. Who? Stanford. Fuck! Yeah, I was like, you're going to be pissed. So you're left with Arizona State, Cal, and Arizona. All right, so Stanford, Colorado, Cal, Arizona, Arizona State. Close. Damn. Not really. It goes Stanford, Colorado, Arizona State, Cal, Arizona. But Cal and Arizona are both eighty to one, so it's a tie. Yeah, fuck you. Um, I like to see you use uh, USC at uh, plus two ten though. I kind of like that. Uh, pull up USC schedule and tell me how you feel afterwards. Okay. Um, I guess I didn't write it down. Their first six games, pretty easy. After that. Those six, the six games that they end their season with, decide what this team is. You want to list them off? Yeah, home against San Jose State, Nevada, Stanford, at Arizona State, at Colorado, at Arizona. So you got those ones. Those are the those first six. Cake six and zero, oh, easy. Okay, at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. they got Utah at home, mm-hmm. Cal, and then at home against Washington, at Oregon, home against UCLA. You just listed off. Three, uh, they are playing three of the top three odds. Like, obviously, they're number one, but the other three teams that are vying for the for that, they are playing already this season. Dude, that end of the schedule worries the hell out of me if I'm betting on USC at any point. Honestly, I love the value with Washington. You're gonna try to talk me into Michael Penix. I mean, they probably have the number three wide receiver that is returning. Obviously, number one and number two play for Ohio State. USC's defense. Just I just think about how much of a shootout that game. Like, if there's one team in the Pac-12 that I think could go shot for shot with USC. It is Washington, and now granted, the de- like 
I'm already prepared to hammer the over in that game when it does happen because that over-under is going to be high because they're not the greatest defenses. But, I mean, with USC's schedule, their defense, and what Washington's coming in, riding in, they, like, in my opinion, Washington should have been, been the team that USC had to play in the Pac-12 championship. I understand Utah played them and ultimately destroyed USC, but it should have been Washington. By record, they were the better team. I just, I, like, I can't talk myself into betting on USC, especially with the way that schedule is. No, I I understand that, but do have the Heisman Trophy winner. I, 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 I fully understand that. But also, you don't have Jordan Addison, who's no. a big help. You did, you did do work in the portal, bring some people in, did lose some O-linemen. But again, that defense, dude, I don't like. I don't know what to expect. I don't. What I expect is not that much of an improvement. There might be a slight improvement, but also remember how much turnover luck that they had. That's very that true. does not translate year to year. So, I mean, you can you could talk me into any one of these teams. The hardest team that is to talk me into is USC, and especially because you're getting the least amount of value as well. Exactly. Oregon State, I want to mention, 12 to 1. Mm-hmm. one I love the that. The reason I don't hate this the most is their four toughest games, they get three of them at home. Exactly. They get Utah at home, UCLA at home, Washington at home, and then rivalry game at Oregon. And I, if I'm correct, they did not lose a lot off of that defense. Mm-hmm. And you obviously made a significant upgrade at quarterback, which was probably like, Oregon State has DJU last year. They're probably double-digit win team. I mean, granted, they were borderline double-digit win team this season, but they could probably would have won the USC game. There are so many games that they were in that they lost that they could have easily won. I I, I love the value there with Oregon State. Yeah, that's my pick there. Um, and obviously, we're going to get into a breakdown of every single conference once college football season gets a little bit closer. That was just kind of the outlook and – Hints and a little bit of futures if you want to take some stabs at one. Um, and next week is Connor's segment called Guy Talk. But until then, we're out of here. Peace.